Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're in Geo County Alive from the Traveling Build Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network from the Blue Wire Studios <clears throat> here at the Wynn in Las Vegas. And the only man that I think is busier than Boomer Esiason to my right is my man, Gary V, Gary Vanerchuk. To my left, who has a hand in everything possible. Do you have? Do you understand? From Super Bowl commercials to affordable wine to the New York Jets to sports trading cards, this man. And when they call him a serial entrepreneur, that's yes. the perfect way to describe him. Gary, thanks for being with us. How are you this morning, boys? I'm well. It's good to see you. And I'm happy to be here. You know, Gary, I got to tell you, you are Mr. Positive. I mean, you are optimistic <laughs> about everything. That's one of the reasons why so many people love you and love to hear you talk. And you always come at everything with this rosy attitude, which I totally but appreciate. Practical. Right? No, I know it's all practical, Thank but you. I totally appreciate that. The people I work with on this radio station are totally pessimistic about everything. Well, good news. I'm pessimistic about the Jets. So there is one common place that I understand the concept of cynicism, pessimism, and concern. All right, so you're walking into a hornet's nest, I'm just telling you. Well, listen. I try my best to you know, lift their spirits and everything else, but it's almost impossible. <laughs> So uh, take us through your yes. emotions beginning of the season, four plays in, Aaron Rodgers and the Achilles. What? Wh how, how did you react? Let's take it back a couple minutes before that. I looked over to my brother AJ and I said, is Vinny the honorary captain? And, you know, literally the only other time that the mainstream media universally thought the Jets had a real shot was 99 coming off the 98 AFC championship game. We loaded up with all those guys at water and Eric Green and all those guys and Obviously, Vinny was out for the year in that first game. And so the fact that even I took note of that, and then when Aaron went down on the fourth play, and then when he sat down, I'm like, he's out for the year. This was it. And so looked to my left, saw my little guy, Xander. He was crying, and I was like, I'm just a bad human being for bringing, for bringing him <laughs> so into this world. you have some negativity in your life. <laughs> oh, yes, it's, I it's see the, that. It's the one place that makes me understand how people think about the real world. <laughs> to your point, yeah. I'm practically optimistic. I think there's always a way, especially, by the way, for anyone who's listening to this. You live in America, in this world of the internet and social media, like we were talking before. Yeah. Like, There's unlimited opportunity, and if you decide it's bad, then it's bad. And if you decide it's good, it's good. I can't control Jets football, and that's that's a, that's a whole different genre. That's a, that's the reality of your life. So, uh, Gio was talking about everything that you're involved in. 
I know you've had, what, about 11 commercials in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and you have one this year. Yep. So what's the product? Starry, which is the new lemon-lime soda that's sweeping the nation. Old Spice is in it, and so we expect a ton of reaction. Old uh, Spice or Ice Spice? Excuse me, Ice Spice, thank you. It's a little early here, but Old Spice... Old Spice spice is boom. (laughs) (laughs) I got my body wash. (laughs) By the way, we might have just set up next year's Super Bowl. (laughs) Boomer and Ice Spice could be a remarkable (laughs) spot. A remarkable spot. Yeah. uh, So so 30 seconds for $7 million a spot. I think it's underpriced. What I do for a living at VaynerMedia, our ad firm, is try to analyze what's underpriced and overpriced media buying. Social media dominates because it's not a set price. You bid on it. And so there's a lot of angles, a lot of ways to kind of day trade attention. In traditional media, there's floor pricing, a billboard, newspaper, television, radio. But to actually get people to consume it, so much media is spent on how many might hear it, might see it. Super Bowl is must-see TV for the commercial itself. As a matter of fact, a lot of this Taylor Swift crowd normally just watches for the commercials. They're going to watch the game this time. Right, they're going to watch the game. They're going to want to see the reactions That's from right. her, especially if her boyfriend does something That's like right. he did two weeks ago And, and he will do something. It's so unlikely it's, it's he will It's interesting. You talk about this. So yes. I actually, for the last 13 years, have hosted a show on CBS yes. called Super Bowl's Greatest Commercials. Yes, I'm aware. It's ridiculous. I'm aware. I mean, it's an hour show, and we're re-showing yep. you know, all these commercials that you've seen before. It also rates well. It, no, People it rates, watch it's it. It's always the highest yeah. rated in its slot, so yep. it's great. I don't think it has, well, I think it has more to do with Danny, Danny Ruid, than it does me, I will be <laughs> honest, because she's great. But the, the fact of the matter is, you know, Tony Toronto, one of the guys who sells the ads yes. for CBS, yes. To hear you say that it's underpriced, he's right now sticking like a, a knife in his eyeballs. <laughs> I could have got $10 million for this. Uh, look, I, I think they're underpriced. I mean, there's when I look at what the Fortune 500 companies spend on all sorts of different activities, millions of dollars that don't touch a fraction of the potential of actual consumption, uh, I think it's a, it's a huge opportunity. Look, it's a lot of money. It's only $7 million to place it. Then you got to make it. These celebrities yeah, cost yes. money, the production company, us agencies make up a little do bit you, of money do on have it. A, do you have a celebrity in your commercial? Yes, Ice Spice. Oh, Ice Spice. I'm yes, sorry, that's no why Ice Spice is. Okay, so um, when you when you decide, do you know when it's going to be playing? Yes, I think it's in the first half, uh, but it kind of, oh, it, the way they do it is based on series. So as you can imagine, as someone who's played football, yep. some drives last longer than others. So it's either late first, early second quarter. <clears throat> Gary V in studio <clears throat> with us this morning. Thanks for getting up so early and uh, coming yeah. down and, and hanging with us. Uh, I want to get your take on what Bud Light has gone through and yes. now their approach where, of course, there was all the, the controversy and the, the route that they had with their previous marketing director and getting uh, Devin Mulvaney involved. Yes. And now they have gone, swung the pendulum the other way. Yes. Uh, Peyton Manning, yes. Shane Gillis, you know, the UFC testosterone everyone. city. Yep. Yeah. Yep. UFC uh, and everything. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's, from your standpoint, your expertise in this field, are they doing the right thing? Yeah, I mean, look, they've got, look, the reality is nobody who's driving right now is confused that America, unfortunately, has gotten way too extreme blue and re- way, way too extreme red. And the reality is we need to get back to purple to get on track because people are distracted. So in those high emotions, just like high emotions in sports, there's going to be things that happen. So they adjust to, look, businesses are in the business of doing business. So they start getting affected with negative sales. And so what are they going to do? They're going to create scenarios. But the reality is, is that right now we're in such a hornet's nest for all brands. And all of them are treading lightly because they don't want to get caught up in this 
political tornado. And really, in 2024, we've got an election year. So this is probably going to be the most conservative content you'll see from people. As far as have they done the right thing, anytime you get punched in the face, you know, you've got to react to it. And it's always a challenge to get up and hang on and finish the fight. And so from my perspective, they've done a really strong job of weathering the storm. trying to come back. 100%. They lost $27 billion in market cap. It's insane. And so, look, I mean, the reality is, is like... You know, these brands are definitely a little bit more timid because they don't want to deal with either side yeah, but on this Bud stuff. Light's not being timid. I mean, they're trying to get back into the frat house but, but, brand but they, that they, they were, according they, to the previous yeah, marketing but, director. But I would say this. They were, they, uh, I'll use the fighting analogy again. They were quiet in the, up front properly. When you get knocked down in the second round, you're holding on in the late second round. Third round, you're trying to get your stuff together. And by the sixth, seventh round, you can go back on the offense. That's how I see it from afar. Gary Vaynerchuk with us, Boomer and Geo on the fan and, and CBS Sports Network. I follow you on Instagram. You're always talking about this this wine situation that a you wine have. Text? Yeah, and I, I now I haven't gotten involved with this. But why not? Well, I, I, that's, I just, un, that's unfortunate. I'm too busy. But I wanna, you're, too bu- you're too busy to get a text on an eighty dollar wine that we sell for twenty bucks, and you can just hit the number three, and it comes to your home. That's the that's the reason it exploded. It's literally the easiest way to buy wine. Yeah, I had no better excuse. I need, okay, I need to get involved. Thank you. With thank you. But the, so, did you hear this this idea? This is genius. Yes. Absolute genius. So friction. So the way I think about everything is friction. I launched WineLibrary.com for my dad's liquor store in Jersey in 96 because I thought it was better to buy wine. And the first three, four years, everybody made fun of me. They're like, why wouldn't I just go to the wine store? And I'm like, because buying on the internet's better. And it took a while. Cheaper, better. And so, yeah, I mean, I think everything, when I think about consumers, is eliminating friction. Got it? Yeah. Yes, yes. Speed. So Look I'm how many happy. people buy a... $28 bagel in New York City. You know how many people listening right now bought a $28 bagel because they ordered it on Postmates, paid the VIG, paid the delivery fee? Yeah. Like, people will pay for convenience. Yeah, convenience, 100%. 100%. So let me ask you about the wine. Yes. Uh, I'm kind of a wine connoisseur, and mm-hmm. I, I've turned Geo into one as well. Oh, I like well. this. We need to get together and drink some wine. By the oh, yeah, way, real quick, boomer, I have to say this, because my friend Al will be very upset. We need to get together and drink wine. We must talk about that Eagles game. The Jets-Eagles game that you played in 93 is talked about with me and my friends minimally once a month. That's how much we hate Eric Allen. Yeah, that was the Eric ah. Allen interception return. And there were two penalties on the return that should have been called that they weren't called. And but by the way, Johnny Mitchell, to this day, is yeah. one of my most favorite underrated Jets talents. That dude was talented. I love Johnny Mitchell. Uh, yes. So much so, in fact, that my last year playing with him, yes. on Saturday night, I would room with him. To make sure to that make sure he, he would play he on Sunday. Well, I just wanted, <clears throat> I wanted to make sure <clears throat> that he knew what he was doing on the field. Pure talent. Because there was times where <laughs> I would drop back. and I and He's supposed happened. to be here. Right. But, you know, this, this is what's happening between Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to push it forward to this Super Bowl. When I watch their tape, I'm not really sure what they're doing. I don't know how they are running their offense. I don't know what... It seems like Travis is looking at something down the field and then reacting to it, and then Patrick reacting to him, which is like a telepathic way of doing things. Yes. I, I was one of these quarterbacks. I needed to know where my guys were going. Yeah. And I remember early when I started with Johnny Mitchell, who you're talking about, yes. was an incredible talent. Yes. He could throw the ball from the 50-yard line on his knee, right-handed to the goal line, and then go on the other knee and throw it left-handed to the goal line. That's the kind of athlete he was. This was was a tight end, by the way, for everybody who's listening. Right, from Nebraska, of all places. And he came out young. Yeah, he did come out young. young. So I got him when he was really young. Yes. All right, so uh, 
there were times where I call a play and he was supposed to go down 12 yards and go out. Yes. Turn out to the sideline. Because we had a guy coming inside. It's concepts. I get it. And you're trying to, you know, break the field down and make the defenders have to jump on somebody. And then you have to try to anticipate what the defender is doing, depending on what your guys are doing. Yep. And about five times in a row, instead of going out, <laughs> he would go in and he would go in because he didn't see anybody in there. And, you know, he, he had a very funny voice and he'd come back in a huddle. He goes, hey, Booms, I was open. I was open. You got to throw me the ball. And I'm like, Johnny, I you can't go there because I'm not we expecting you to be there. Back, back to how talented he was. <clears throat> he used to like chop block, go on the ground and then get back up <clears throat> and get open for you. He was ridiculous how good he was. But, you know, unfortunately, it didn't last yeah, long I know. enough. I know it didn't. And then, you know, that last year that I was here, Richie Kotai was our yes. coach. <laughs> and we did not have a tight end coach. Right, because he yeah, right. I don't know why we didn't have a tight end coach, but we didn't. And, you know, he's going to be one of our more important players. And we drafted Kyle Brady out of Penn I State. I remember, and did not take Warren Sapp. And trust me, I remember. We were talking <laughs> about Warren Sapp this morning. Yes. I remember exactly that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Kyle, Kyle actually had a, had good, a good career. career. He, he had did. a very good career, but he wasn't a Hall of Famer no. like Warren Sapp no, was. No, he wasn't. And we already had tight end. Yes, we did. So you were about to say that you're a wine connoisseur. Sorry, Gio. Gio. I'm sorry. I had to get Jets nerdy. I had with this Jets legend. I had to get Jets nerdy. Let me ask you a question. Some of my favorite wine, right? And and you is Sea Smoke. I also like Kistler. Like the Kistler brand. Do you like Costa Brown as well? I do like Costa Brown very much. See what I did there, Gio? Mm -hmm. I'm showing my Jets and wine knowledge on the show this morning. Arista. Yep, no yep. well. All right, so so is this all available through you or no? Yeah, and as a matter of fact, you just named a lot of the higher in demand, yes. which is why I jumped on Costa Brown. What we focus on is Santa Rita Hills and these places where you're buying these Pinot from. There's a lot of $80, $90 Pinot Noirs in Sonoma and Russian River and Santa Rita and these places that you're buying from that are good at marketing. But the wine's remarkable. Yes, it so is. So you're paying for the ratings and the demand. Uh-huh. And so we're able to find $70, $80 Pinots and sell them for twenty nine ninety nine. I like that. That's exactly why <laughs> winetext.com blew up, Gio. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> Man, I tell you, this guy knows what he's doing. Yes, Doesn't he does. He? I mean, Guys, he you want me? Can I be on like once a week and talk about like nerdy Jets things that have happened? I, I, I feel like a lot of the people that are listening, they like that. Oh, sure. Nerdy, nerdy you know, Jets All stuff. you have to do is listen to the afternoon show. There's a lot of nerdy <laughs> Jets aware, talk there. Right, exactly. <laughs> Let's talk for Jets for one more second. Offensive line, another receiver. I think, you know, obviously, I kind of like this Jets season coming in now because now everyone's razzing. Last year at the Super Bowl, everybody's hyping it. Are you going to get Aaron, all this? Obviously, all the hype. Now, everyone's like, even if everything looks good, I think America has learned how the Jets stuff plays out. So I like a little bit more of the underdog thing. And I think they're not as far away because they've got a lot of pieces. They've just got to get that offensive line They need their quarterback. And the quarterback makes the offensive line better. Like I will tell you that Patrick Mahomes has been brilliant through this playoff run. They don't have a great offensive line, but but their offensive line has gotten better because they ran the ball. But if you notice, very few pre-snap penalties. I see it. And the reason for that is because the guy behind center get it. is telling everybody. I know it. And that's that's hopefully what you're going to get from Aaron Rodgers. I've, I've listened to both of you at nausea in the morning talk about, you know, number two and what his impact was on the offensive line. I've listened and listened and listened. And look, it's real life stuff. And the reality is Tipman looks like he can play. Vera Tucker needs to stay healthy, but if he plays... Those are two really good draft picks, by the way. Really good. People, people don't understand I that. agree. All they look at is Mackay back then. That's they, right. They look at the other side. They can't seem to get somebody That's there. Right. But, you know, this happens to every team uh, you every know, throughout, team. The, throughout every the year. Every team. Uh, Rob Sala, where do you stand with your head coach right now? Very pro. You like Rob Sala? I do. See, he is too positive. 
He's not too positive. No, By the you. Way, oh, no, no, I'm not too positive. First of all, let's not forget, Vayner Sports is a sports agency my brother AJ and I run. We rep DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner. Okay. We rep Zonovan Knight, who was a running back yeah, for them a couple yeah, years yeah. ago. I'm on the inside. A lot of these dudes are my friends. Yeah. Look, you know this. When things aren't working, I mean... Look at how you guys talked about Brian on the Giants side. He was a genius two years ago, and people want him fired for Belichick this year. Yeah. I mean, it's a joke. Well, that's not us. No, we're, no, we're I not, listen to you. No, I listen to you guys. I know you do. I've heard but it. But I would say this, going into this coming season. I'm aware. And I don't think they're much better than they were like two years ago when he first got Who here. Who they stink? <laughs> well, you can Who say that. Who the Giants stink? All right, so, but, but now. Let's, let's be honest right, out so here. What New happens, York, the Giants stink. What happens, what happens if they when? have a bad year this coming year? When? What do you think is going to happen? I think there's going to be a lot of heat. And it's and, too and, bad and, he's and, a good and, coach. And, what, are, and what, are the, what is the Giant fan or who is the Giant fan going to want? They're going to want Belichick. Of course. Of course. But the Giant ownership and I hate to say it, like it's a stable, strong sitch there. And they're able to analyze if they've got good coaches or not. They've shown that in the past. Obviously, they've had, a, they've had these weird runs where they've gotten a good one, a couple of bad ones, a good one. Look, I think the guy can coach. But look, the Giants stink. <laughs> no, this is important to understand. They're not a good team. They're really not. They have, they have a lot of holes. A lot year. of holes. They stink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very passionate about the Giants stinking, I can see. Right. I thought you were supposed to be positive. This is Bizarro Gary Boomer okay. in Jets land. I mean, if you guys, if there was film on yeah. how I acted at Jet games, there's a, there's a one Jet Steeler game. A 90-year-old guy is coming up the stairs wearing a six-time Super Bowl jacket. And the Jets stunningly beat the Steelers for no reason in a season that they didn't have a good season. And I yell at the guy. I'm like, hey, old man, you're finished, right? And everybody kind of giggles or thinks it's a little weird because yeah. he's quite elderly. <laughs> and then my brother looks at me and he goes, if people knew what you actually met. Yeah. I wasn't even talking about the game. Like, I get very bad. I'm a bad guy I when it comes to football. You're age shaming a guy, a football fan I, I, I that is get, passionate I, like I, you are. Well, because I don't want you know how the Steeler fans travel, Boomer. Mm, yes. they come to your stadium, they wave their flags, they're entitled. They, I hate Steeler fans. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hot take, Gary V. This morning, yes. I love it. I'm ready for the NFL preview show. Let me know. Book me. I'm ready for this upcoming season. <laughs> this is tremendous. All right. You All got right. 8 million things here yes. going on here. So I'm going to have you, because you were kind enough to show up so early. Yes. What What else would you like to get out there that uh, you were involved in? Honestly, before? honestly, it's Gary VEE on social media and every platform. I The reason I enjoy what I do is... I'm, I was born in the Soviet Union. I grew up with nothing. We moved to Queens in a studio apartment, half the size of your studio, and lived with seven, eight family members. I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful. And so making content to show people angles. Right now, a lot of businesses <clears throat> listening should be posting on Facebook, but they think it's out of fashion, but it's got tons of organic reach, mm -hmm. right? Telling people how to use LinkedIn, because a lot of people listening right now don't love their job, and they don't realize that if they posted 10 times on LinkedIn about what they know about their industry, they would have offers for new jobs, paying them more. So I've got plenty of things that I'm passionate about. Thank you for allowing me to talk about it. But my preference is to promote, come and consume some of this practical optimism. I'm not talking about delusion. <laughs> it takes hard work. There's a lot of things you have to do. But I prefer that people think they can versus what's going on in society right now because they're pushing all this, all this noise of you can't. Mm. Gary, it's great to see you. you. Great talking to you. you. We'll uh, have you on again soon. I cannot believe you brought up that game. <laughs> I just that cannot game, believe you brought game, up that game. Bro, that game destroyed, uh, destroyed me. I what about hate the that spike game? game. Why not bring I, that game up? I'll tell you why. <laughs> that game's been brought up a lot. We were up 21 nothing in that Eagles game. Yes, I know we were. And we were 2-1. 
Yes. And it felt like, okay. And yep. you guys had a good team. And it like that, that was an important game. Yeah. That was a swing game. What are you yeah. doing to me? You, you realize I got to deal with him the rest of the day, and now you have these terrible memories that you're now. Gio, I didn't want to bring to it up, but Al texted me 39 yeah. times <laughs> before coming on. He's like, "Please, can you just like it's important? This is like, like we bring this game up, the first game of the football season this year. We'll be out. Your buddy, not Al, Al our producer, no, no, no. Yeah. and Playa's listening. They're all listening. They love you to death. I'm I'm happy that uh, we got to talk about it. But you know, the amazing thing is, is that. It's really you that is here and not somebody else that Al thought was you. That's right. Yeah. Al has trouble booking people. I, I booked the wrong Randy Moss. Did you know there's a Randy oh Moss God. that talks about horse racing? You're, yeah. you're, no, is this real? Yeah. 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 Al, yeah. that's the, amazing. Yeah, the white Randy Moss. Yeah, I, I love you. the white Randy Moss. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. You That's gotta amazing. watch. You gotta watch the video. It's it's just it's hilarious. I gotta watch it live on the air. We realize <laughs> really he, we booked the white Randy Moss. Uh, Gary, thanks, man. Thanks, appreciate guys. it. All right, All right, great to see you, brother. Great to see you, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Are you been on the We're in Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. You know what? I just remember we we have to do like our pick at the end yeah. of the show. Oh yeah, is Yusef back there to give a Super Bowl <laughs> pick? Does anybody? Hey, uh, Big Zoo Fleegs, you see Yusef around? We haven't seen him yet, but we're keeping an eye out. Okay, all right. Make sure you see him and get him in here so we can get a Super Bowl pick because that's a big deal. I know a lot of people are uh, are waiting for that. Uh, all right, Jerry, we uh, got to you late because we were talking to Gary V, but yeah. I know you got some stuff for us, a moment of the day. Yes, and we are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door. Hello. And we're also brought to you by Jackpocket, order official state lottery games on your phone. I was in between the sponsor and saying a bathroom, because that's usually where Yousef is right around now. Go check the bathroom. That is true, yes. This yep. time. So, um, just a couple of, uh, we don't have a lot of time, so let's get to a few things here. Zoo, I'm going to go right to cut number two, and Dante DiVincenzo, because the Knicks did lose last night to the Mavericks. This was a, a game in which they didn't have Jalen Brunson. They didn't have OG Ananobi because he had surgery. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein left the game with an Achilles injury at halftime. Um, he did as best he could. He went for 36 points, but they did lose to the Mavericks, 122-108. Here was DiVincenzo. It's cool. We, we lost tonight, so it doesn't mean anything. Um, but you know, it's, it's cool to put the ball in the, in the hole. But um, it's better is when we have everybody back and um, and that ball is moving around, and everybody ends up with you know fifteen to twenty. Sure. Now, Luka Doncic had 39. Did you see the stat that's out there from his last 10 games? Oh my God! 375 points, 100 rebounds, and 100 assists. <laughs> 
That is pretty uh, I impressive. I would think that uh, you're inside track for MVP Man, right there. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. Um, here was Tom Thibodeau before the game talking about the uh, the Nick trade as they acquired Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burke from the Pistons. Alec we're familiar with because he's been here. We know what a great fit he is for us. Bojan, we, we've gone against him for quite a bit. I think gives us added depth. The shooting piece is really important for us. You know, I was just thinking about Josh Hart. Yeah. You know the names he of the guys. players. <laughs> but, like, think about him with, with Boyan Bogdanovich, what uh, what Josh Hart's going to be able to say <laughs> with that one. He couldn't say Ananobi. <laughs> he couldn't say Precious Achua. He put Bogdanovich in front of him. His head might explode. That might well, be a problem. You know, I, I guess those guys, Villanova guys, thought, let's do a podcast. Everybody's doing one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is their first foray into it. Right. He's got to figure out how to get the names right. The Rambadobi. Ham Badobi. Right, especially the teammates. I mean, what does he do when he shows up in practice? Just call everybody dog? <laughs> you know? Some dog. I mean, uh, first guy like that. We had a guy on our team like that. Uh, didn't know anybody's he, name? He didn't know anybody's name, but he knew me. He knew me as Booms. Okay. Right, so boom, said this, Booms, that, all that. So he was a first-round draft pick, showed up in a 560... SEC Mercedes, which was a two-door long sports car. He cut the top of it off, made it into a convertible, mm. right? And it was um, it was um, like cranberry, and it had gold on the outside of it, right? <laughs> so he came in as a first-round draft pick. Needless to say, he didn't endear himself to the team because he didn't know anybody except for me. And this was going on for about three weeks. Like, he'd already been there for three weeks. He was a really good player, don't get me wrong. But uh, it turned out that the guys really got tired of him. So they took his keys, took the car, and they drove it onto the practice field. They parked it on the 50-yard line. <laughs> so we gave out the practice, and there's this car sitting on the 50-yard line. And Sam Weiss was like, who the hell's that big car? Is this? Get this car off the freaking field. I mean, we were crying. And this poor kid had no idea of how his car got out there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, saying, and he was, uh, it was, it was a very funny moment. But yeah, so there's guys that I don't know who they're playing with. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But when we were on the practice field, he would refer to people by their jersey number. I believe it. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you a serious. Try, what about this? These guys names? Tommy DeVito know everybody on the, no, let me rephrase that. Did everybody that was active on the Giants. Did they know Tommy DeVito when he took uh, over know, to start I, that I, game? I don't know if everybody knew him personally because he was on the practice right, squad. Right. But he was out there running, uh, you know, I'm sure running practices and post practices. True. And they are they are in film sessions and things of that nature. So you would think that everybody would know each other. But I guarantee you, maybe somebody the Giants signed late in the season. You know, I'm trying to think of who they may have signed or added to the practice squad. Didn't know anybody on the team. Like when they get there, like you don't know who, unless you went to college with somebody or you played with a guy in some other city. Then all of a sudden you latch on to that guy, takes you under his wing. Maybe you, you know, sleep with uh, in his apartment or something there for a while. <laughs> that kind of thing. Alan, I always talk about that. You're the head of a college team. How the hell do you know all your players? There's a hundred guys out there. There's a lot of kids. A lot of kids. That's why they put the tape and the name across yeah. the helmet. Fair. Um, we don't Probably have a lot of time. 
<laughs> a lot of time, Zoo. So I'm going to skip the two Shaq and the Sean Marks. So give me the first Woody Johnson because he made headlines uh, just in terms of the season, how bad it was, and what has to improve. We're doing a, a lot of different things organizationally to try to get better, make better <laughs> decisions. You know, we've got to fix our offense, you know, and, uh, and I think we'll do that. Aaron Rodgers will be back and we'll protect him. And also back is Rob Sala, who kind of was put on notice yesterday. He's going to be a lot better head coach. You know, one thing about head coaches, you get better as, as you get more experience. And, you know, he's going to concentrate on offense. You know, he's got Jeff to kind of do the defense, and we've got a good special team. It's offense, offense, offense. Uh-huh. And, and you know who also got better with more experience? Todd Bowles, Adam Gase. Uh, Eric Mangini. Well, Todd Bowles has gotten better at, as a Tampa Bay head coach. Yeah, he's, yeah, I guess he's been better. But, you know, it's also you're not quite as much as in the spotlight. And I will say that I've always advocated for stability within an organization. Sure. They're trying under the most trying of circumstances coming off of three straight losing seasons. I'm not a genius. So I do want to give them some credit for at least trying to stick it through and, and make it make it better. Here's the last one from him. All of these on ESPN talking about one side of the ball being a lot better than the other. Defense is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. It would be better if our offense could do something. Yeah, that's <laughs> obvious. Wow. I love that clip. He also our said offense could do something. You know, by the way, that puts Nathaniel Hackett right in the thickest yeah. too, you know? Yeah, sure does. No doubt. Nathaniel Hackett has proven to be a jockey more than anything, right? Like he's just he jumped on the back of Sea biscuit, and he's just riding it. Guy <laughs> can't do a goddamn thing <laughs> without Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, Michigan reportedly planning on hiring Wink Martindale as their new defensive coordinator, and it does appear that Mike Zimmer will get that job with the Cowboys as he will go back to Dallas. Yeah, we're short on time. So the Islanders, uh, yeah, we're not. We're not? Just keep going. Oh, well, what am I why? skipping around for? Because that last segment, that last segment is just one pick from us. Okay, so, fine. Just take yes. your time. All right, so then, Zoo, can you give me the next clip, which is Lamar Jackson? So Lamar Jackson wins MVP, and I'm sure he said a lot of glowing things. I didn't watch it, but uh, he gets his time up there. But this was the one that stood out that a lot of people were um, playing on social media and clipping. Uh, you remember what happened last year with the sitting out and not playing yes. the playoffs? So here was Lamar Jackson last night. I want to thank my organization, you know, Baltimore Ravens, for, you know, finally getting this deal done. Um <laughs> <laughs> And he goes back to the contract after winning MVP. I thought that was kind of peculiar, but so yes. be it. That's what he did. Um, all right, we get to the NHL. A couple of clips here because we got your guy, Chris King, as the Islanders did beat the Lightning. Campbell yeah, turns it over. Cecilia to the net, to the left circle. Shoot. He scores! Welcome back to the lineup, Seeker! And make it a Zeker. dozen goals for New York. They lead it six to two. Yes, 6-2 <laughs> would be the final score. Bo Horvat scored his 21st of the season. Matthew Barzell with a goal and an assist as the Isles do get the Looked win. Like the identity line was back together for the first oh, time in a yeah. long time last How about night. that? How about that? And, and it turns out they score a goal. And the Devils played the Flames, the Devils with a loss. Dump in, stopped by Vanacek. Here's Hanavin with a blast off the glove of Vanacek, and they score on the rebound. It's Andre Kuzmenko. And it's four to two. And they would, uh, the Flames would win by the score of five to three. That was Matt Lachlan on Devils Radio. Kevin Rooney. Shut the f up, <laughs> you <laughs> Devil fan. Wow. <laughs> what the hell was that from? 
G Live One. You're kidding. <laughs> no. What? Well, we got to hear That's that. That's the again. first time I ever heard that. Shut the bleep up, you bleephead devil fans. <laughs> Shut the f up, <laughs> you bleephead devil fans. <laughs> I've been sitting on that one for a while. <laughs> I, I that, forget that, what they were doing. They were someone annoying in the, me. In, someone in the crowd with the devil's jersey. Yeah. And you had had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, oh, good for you. Uh, right. That Damn. sounded like G going after Spike. I know. That's exactly what it that. sounded like. By the way, number one uh, programmer, Barrett Sports Media, Spike Eskin. Congratulations to Spike. I thought, well, wow. yeah, I thought he was mailing it in. Anybody? Well, I mean, he did do good work before he quit on us. So I guess they're honoring that whole situation. I you know? see. And didn't, uh, didn't I see uh, Sal and, and Tierney get number two midday show or something? I believe that is true. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Congratulations to those guys. Yeah, did they do the awesome. afternoons? I did not see. Or is that uh, maybe released today? No, I saw they were something like fourth or something. Okay. They were in somewhere in there. Got Not it. number one like us and Spike. So we're just, okay. we're just hanging on the top. Just looking down at everybody. How's it going? This is Spike Eskin. This skinny vegan hipster. <laughs> All of that, the same show. I'll tell you what, you know, that got to be some bring out the, the honesty in you. Yeah. Apparently. And they made us do another one after that. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, time now for Moment of the Day, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. And uh, last hour, we played the clip from the Nick uh, locker room. And the reason why I went with this is if you listen early on, you get a very natural reaction from Al. In the locker room afterwards, I don't know the reporter, I don't know the player. But I do know that there is a sound that is made that certainly has people's head turning. You guys can identify the sound and tell me if it's a real sound, and then I'll tell you how it's labeled. Go ahead. I would just say I'm a more consistent shooter. Damn. Damn. Wow. The, by the reaction of the guy who said, damn, means that that's a real fart. <laughs> wow. But think about how far that sound traveled. Yeah. yeah one more time. I would just say I'm a more consistent shooter. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Sounds like a vuvuzela. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and that, like, that's the sound of a guy who's, who would be duped in the next 20 minutes or less. Because like, it's like squeezing out. You know what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> it's, 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 it's blocked. You know, the air is, has to sneak its way out. <laughs> you know, you, you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <clears throat> either, a, either that or he has a very future. tight sphincter. Uh, <laughs> like, what? what did you <laughs> I said either that or he has a very tight sphincter. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Send me that, please, Fleet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Moment of the day. And if you haven't heard it, go back to the Odyssey app. Check out the Boomer and Geo page and check out the Randy Moss, Randy Moss moment of the week. Friday football picks are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook, the official sportsbook of WFAN. And, of course, the road to Vegas with Boomer and Geo presented by Casamigos Tequila. We thank Casamigos Tequila so much for bringing us out here. Uh, brought to you by those who drink it and by Key Food, their family of supermarkets, and by Helix Wireless, connecting everything everywhere. All right, Jerry, this is the last one, man. Introduce it. Here we go. Final pick. One final game for the 2023 season. Super Bowl 58, the Niners and the Chiefs, San Francisco, minus two and a half. Is Yusef on the other side? He is not. No. He is not. Decided not to show up for the biggest game. Wow. Apparently, yeah. Very it's a disappointed. Shame. It's a shame. 
You know what it is? I, I blame the guys back in the studio. Well, what if he's off today? It's not their fault. And they have had a very good week. Okay. Zoo, Fleegs, and Marco have had a very good week. All right. All right. So anyway, um, look, man, I think this is going to be a terrific Super Bowl. And I think because of the amount of uh, you know, exciting players on both sides of the ball. But to me, you know, I went with Patrick Mahomes the last two weeks. They were on the road and they were underdogs. He likes playing the villain role. I think Travis Kelsey likes playing the villain role. I think they have an underrated defense. I know that there are a lot of offensive playmakers. And normally, I've been riding the Brock Purdy train all year long. And I figured that San Francisco would be here. I didn't know whether or not Kansas City was going to be here. They're playing their best football of the year. They got a winning kicker. And they got a quarterback who nuancing, he's nuancing brilliance, if that's a way to put it at the way that he is playing the game. No turnovers in the last four games. I'm going to take Kansas City 30-27. to 30-27. to 27. They are the underdog, by the way. Hopefully an epic game. Yeah, I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs as well. I've been talking about how I got burned by them during the playoffs. And a lot of the things you mentioned, this is in a game like this, when you've got a head coach who's won a couple of Super Bowls, you've got the best player in the world at the quarterback position. One thing that's not talked about enough, and I heard your sports minute on it, is the kicking situation. Harrison Butker is tremendous. That's going to be a big deal. This is the best Chiefs defense that they have had. Steve Spagnola, a guy who knows how to win Super Bowls. There's just too many things going in the Chiefs' favor for me to pick the 49ers. And that 49ers defense, I'm sorry, you got to show me that you can be a great defense again before I believe in you. I'm going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs 27 to 21. Kansas City Chiefs, 27-21. All right, the only reason I'm not staying, thanks to the offer, of course, from Boomer, is Rutgers. So I'm going Rutgers-related. Isaiah Pacheco with a big game. Kansas City will win, and I will take Pacheco. i got to check the numbers, but I'm going to take him to be the Super Bowl MVP. I wouldn't doubt it. I'll tell you why, because uh, both the Lions and the Green Bay Packers ran all over them. Ran all over them. Now, I will say this, that there was some question about their effort in some of these games, and that was all over... Uh, social media for the San Francisco defense, especially the defensive line, including Chase Young, who may be dealing with an injury. But I'm just, and they had those internal meetings. So they're going to have a much better game plan, I think, and they will be more aggressive. And I think they'll be more into it. Obviously, it is a Super Bowl. But when you talked about the coaches, you have Andy Reid and Steve Spagnolo, and you have Kyle Shanahan and Steve Wilkes. Both of those guys are good. Don't get me wrong, Kyle Shanahan is a great coach. Steve Wilkes, I'm not so sure. On the other side, I am sure. You got Super Bowl winning coaches, Super Bowl winning quarterback. You got everything going for you, and you're playing your best football. Jerry, are you making a pick on the game? What's this? (laughs) Uh, I took the Chiefs, Yeah, and I will say, I'm sorry, Al, you're going to hate this. 19-10, low scoring. Wow, okay. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.